Welcome back, everybody, onto the Woodpeckers pregame show. We are getting set for the start of a doubleheader between the Woodpeckers and the Carolina Mudcats, the Brewers affiliate in town for a seven-game stretch, uh, making up a game today that was suspended on the road back on July 1st. Andrew Chapman with the manager, Ricky Rivera, here on the pregame show. And, uh, Ricky, interesting time of year. It always is uh, at this level of the minor leagues where you have guys going up. You have new guys coming from the Florida Complex League. Uh, what is the energy like right now in the clubhouse, and uh, do you even know everybody's name uh, just yet? You got them all locked down? Uh, got all the names down. Having issues with the pronunciation, so I'll be reaching out to you and calling for pronunciation guide purposes. So I'm just going to call them by their uh, first letter and their first name. So I'll go with G for Garrett, uh, B for Bryce, and the rest of the guys, so on and so forth. Uh, English is not my strength yet. Or names, but we're figuring it out. No, but the guys are good, man. The guys have came in. Uh, the guys that were with us last week kind of just fit right in. Obviously, having a guy like Luis Encarnacion in our roster, who is just like a chameleon, he just meshes with everybody. So like, uh, that brings everybody together and stuff like that. So hopefully, to keep that fun culture going here for the last month and a half of the season. A gentle, loving chameleon, Luis Encarnacion. Um, you know, Jackson Lofton. He set the stolen base record on Tuesday. We were talking to you about that on the uh, the last pregame show. He got it done, and then he stole third, and he stole home. Uh, that sequence, did, did you see it coming? And, and Lofton's a madman for even trying to do that, but he pulled it off. Yeah, Lofton creates runs on the bases. Um, he has a plan. He, he had the tendency of the pitcher. He had the time. He asked all the questions, the right questions. The guy, uh, when he got to first, that was actually the toughest one for him to steal, to steal second because the guy kept switching up his timing. He was really fast to the plate. Everybody in the world knew he was going to run at some point. Uh, so he tested out something new, and he went. And then the second one was easy. The guy looked at him once. He just took off. And then time at the time when he was at third base, he just timed up the pitcher correctly, went. And, I mean, it wasn't very close either. Yeah, yeah, the ball was dropped, and, you know, he made it in. And then uh, I think it was it was, uh, it was was Dylan Mazzo that was coaching third base at the time. And uh, according to, uh, to Jackson, talking to him the other day, he, he said he looked at Dylan and said, I'm going. <laughs> and he pulled it off. And he said once he broke for the plate, it looked a little bit farther than he anticipated. But he uh, still got in under the throw against the uh, the lefty and, and made a little bit of history and, and one of the biggest highlights we've seen all year. So that was awesome. And uh, later on in the weekend, the uh, the news turned towards some of the roster changes and some of the new arrivals uh, coming into uh, Fayetteville, including first-round draft pick Bryce Matthews. Uh, what's been your initial impression of, of Bryce and what just stands out to you um, about him as an athlete? Man, really cool dude. Really cool dude. Uh, came in. He's been asking questions. He's been active. He doesn't uh, just because he has this label on him as a first rounder. He's not like I should know everything. I should do everything. Like he's been very open about asking. Very open about trying things that they, uh, you know, what that other guys are doing during their routines and stuff like that. So he can make it his own. Make his identity. His pregame routines. His mobility plans. All that cool stuff. Um, you know, has a guy that clearly has ownership of his career, but you could say the same about the other guys that came. Ryan Johnson came in, you know, obviously had an impact in the game. Um, Jaron Williams was also another guy that came in, you know, impacts the game on the offensive side. He could really run, you know, he has a, a, a pretty good tool set. But, I mean, all those three guys have been uh, pretty cool to just see them, how they've meshed in the locker room already. Um, some of them even have handshakes with some of our guys already and stuff like that. So really cool to see them fit in and then embrace kind of what we do and what we teach as an org and ask questions. Don't just come in here and do because we do, but do with a purpose and to make your make yourself uh, better. With all these new guys arriving, obviously there's a little bit of a learning curve getting into the full season swing of things and, and coming out of the travel. 
Uh, for those that are unfamiliar with it, can you just detail what some of these new guys go through just over maybe a three, four hour window when they first get to town just to become acclimated and, and start of, you know, begin their single leg careers? Oh, they come here. They have to, you know, come in here, meet with me. We'll talk about rules, policies, clubhouse stuff, you know, on field, off field behavior, go through signs. It's a lot of information for them to process. I try to not overwhelm them. Um, it was like seven minutes. I timed myself. I was like, I got to keep it under 10 because I lose their attention at 10. I've always said that. But um, then they go, you know, kind of hang out, get a day off, and the next day they'll play. Uh, but today we actually are playing a lot of the guys, although they got in late because we have a doubleheader today, you know, and since we had the off day, they didn't really get to watch us. So they'll get to watch us in game one and then throw them right into the fire in that seven-inning game, the second game. A uh, couple of promotions to acknowledge as well before we get rolling here. Congrats to John Garcia and Luis Angel Rodriguez, who were on the way to uh, the high A Asheville Taurus. John was great defensively. You could tell there was a lot of opposing uh, lineups that just didn't want to run on him. Big cannon behind the plate. And then you have uh, Rodriguez, who had a 1-2-7 ERA in this league. It was kind of his second go at it after being a Myrtle Beach Pelican last year. Really nice acquisition from the Rule 5 draft. And uh, as, as those guys move on, um, what stands out to you most about you know the development of John Garcia from the early stages of the year and up until this point, his promotion, and and uh, what Rodriguez did for this uh, pitching rotation while he was in town. Man, Rodriguez was awesome since he got here. Um, had a plan, executed the plan every outing. I mean, really good clubhouse guy, and uh, it, it really was fun to watch him. And obviously, he was an older guy repeating this league and stuff like that. So he, he helped a lot of the younger guys. I saw him hanging out a lot with Flurry, Santa, those guys, and I hope that sort of behavior, the day-to-day stuff, kind of you know sticks with them and he, they can continue to do even when he's not here so I really appreciated him uh here in the clubhouse not just only as a prospect as a pitcher but also as a teammate and John I mean what is there to say in my opinion he's one of the best if not the best defensive catcher in all minor league baseball um his catch and throw abilities are unlike any other he has one of the highest velos in all minor league baseball his framing is really good uh super athletic we asked him to play left he played left we asked him to play right he played right we asked him to, to play first he played first. He did what he had to do, you know, offensively, obviously. Um, a lot of things in his first pro year, uh, like teams having a, a build attack plan against him and stuff like that, tweaking some stuff. Obviously, you're not going to get the immediate results. But as of late, he had been swinging it a lot better, and I think he ended close to 200. So he raised his batting average by several points uh, there at the end, um, which obviously allowed us to, to promote him to the next level because his defense is that good as well. All right, Ricky. Well, uh, plenty of baseball up ahead, two today, and then uh, it's five more after this. So seven games over the next uh, six days as we make up a suspended game today, and then it's uh, then it's off to the beach. Myrtle Beach, you ever been? Uh, I actually played in Myrtle Beach the summer before. I played here in Fayetteville, so I spent two months out there. I'm excited to take the guys out there. We're going to try to make it a Hawaiian road trip for the boys, uh, make it fun. You know, maybe we'll do a little conditioning on the beach, uh, get out there, but make, make the most out of our trip, but obviously keeping in mind that development and Playing the game is our priority, but these guys are still humans. You know, they're they're still kids, and I'm still a kid, although I'm old. <laughs> That's right. Uh, just celebrate 30th, right? Big, the big 3-0. So, yeah, you're still a kid. You're still young. 30s through 20. Uh, all right, Ricky, enjoy the uh, week at home, and uh, we'll talk to you next series. Absolutely. Thank you, man. I'm talking to you.